0: Oh, I didn't get to go to the library today. You did or did not? Did not. My library is closed on Fridays. That's a fair reason. Yeah, I was very sad. They just keep, <laughs> they just keep making up excuses to not give me my books. <laughs> closed, taking time to deliver them. I just want to read. Oh God, he's gone.
1: Speaking of reading, I picked up the new um, The, the new book, um, The Witchlight? The, 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 yes, and I have not ch- had a chance to read it because it's an adventure. But it, it, like, I read the intro and it, st- it, it seems like it's going to be a very fun adventure from what I've been reading so far. Uh-huh. I mean, they literally introduced fairies and rabbits as races. So, I mean...
0: Yeah, the only thing I've heard- heard knocking it is that it kind of has a similar issue to descent into Avernus and some of the other, uh, like there's, there's strong hooks once you get into it, but the initial hook to
1: bring you into that
0: thing is like, "Eh."
1: it's so hard to try to write that towards that because a lot of people slap these into their existing campaigns that they've custom built. So I get, I get that struggle. Um, I was listening to uh, a podcast where they did um, um, Curse of Strahd and the way they got brought into Barovia is basically like it was this fog that they just would like they were walking in the direction and it surrounded them. And they kind of walked through it, and then just we're in Barovia. And I'm like, that Wait. was actually pretty elegant. It was like quick and elegant, and they're just yeah. there. That and just- that is
0: that is the traditional method for like integrating Curse of Strahd. Mm-hmm. I think that's even from the original printing of it is like, oh yeah, you there's a weird fog that it envelops your or your group, and you're now in Barovia. And I think immediately after that, there's like. The introduction to the tarot card reader.
2: Are we ready, folks? Oh,
0: yeah. Cool. I would love to say that I am, but I am. What what am I saying? I'm never ready, but it doesn't matter.
2: I was going to say I ended up delivering money instead of writing for this tonight. So we're flying hot
0: just the way I like it. We'll just—it's uh, time to delve deep into the plot, everyone. Let's just drive Steve into the there. lore. Just yeah. deep into the world lore. Let's kill another thirty-foot adorable creature.
3: You mean abominable monstrosity?
1: Oh, I have a correction to make. I was reading the uh, the twinned spell. I, I I goofed on that one. I have to target two different creatures with it. Oh, I can't target yeah. the same creature twice. That was my bad. Well, well, I mean, you would have died otherwise. So I think it's a... <laughs> <laughs> well, l- luckily
0: um, it was pregnant. And... Uh... <laughs> that is horrible. And you're a worse monster than I ever thought possible. <laughs> I'm not the
2: one that killed... This fluffy, googly eyed
3: creature. Horrifying abomination. You made it soft. Where was this fluffy, cute creature? Because what you described I was wanna... a spidery deer Wait, monster. We...
0: Can, we, can we keep the googly
2: eyes, though? <laughs> yes, it's 100%. It's an anteater with super long legs with googly eyes instead of little beady ones. And I want anyone listening to the, when this is edited down for podcast, I want art and I want it cute. And I also want it horrifying. So if you can, (laughs) horrifying with googly eyes, you
1: can mash those together, picturing a gazelle shaped silt strider, like from Morrowind, but it's more like a gazelle than a beetle. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm picturing. I mean, really the biggest mistake was you made it soft. I mean, I still, we still have to tan that hide. We should probably get into the recap before you recap accidentally.
2: (laughs) Welcome, all you delightful listeners, to In Absentia episode twenty up a creek. I am so happy you guys decided to join us tonight. We are just kicking things off, and my name's Steve. I am the GM tonight. Joining me.
0: I've got John. Yes, I'm here now with 20% more tabaxi in every box, and I play Quill, the tabaxi wizard. I really wanted to interrupt and say Anne right in the middle of
2: your
3: bit, but...
2: (laughs) You're a monster.
3: And Anne. I'm Anne. I play friendly Kenku Rogue Story.
1: And Mark. I am Mark. I play the Dragon Ball and Sorcerer. Sigrid.
2: Who was going to do the recap? I already lost it. We never
3: decided. If you want me to talk about the horrifying spider abomination that you call cute... It was adorable. No. What you described was not adorable.
1: I'll start us off, and then we can talk about when we get to that. Yeah, we met uh, the orcs. The um got to their camp and it, well, it's not just orcs it actually turned out to be a lot of um, uh, a lot of different beings that were basically non-humans um, gnomes, halflings, orcs, so I think there's a few other uh, creatures in there uh, creatures uh, humanoids and the leader's name is Karika and she greeted us and basically said we're cool here like this we live here this is kind of our thing we just wanted to set up a trading post and yeah we got into a little scuffle they were kind of racist jerks and they instigated it but one of them ended up dying one of our folks ended up getting like seriously wounded in that fight too so and they're like they're they're trying to burn down different parts of the forest that have like are so far away and then they said it would be nice to resolve this because we don't want a forest fire and everybody to burn and die so they uh, sent like a peace offering which is this really fine silk not silk but like fluffy um blanket essentially um a bolt of uh leather um and hide and we took it to the forest and all of a sudden on our way to uh this give this peace offering back to the town we were ambushed.
0: We were, we were attacked by its mommy.
1: Yeah. So It turns out we were carrying a, a yeah. baby hide. Um, but it was so supple. and <laughs> it was oh, so supple. I'm, I'm sure the meat tasted really good, too.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll find out.
2: Because we yeah. killed Mama.
0: Yeah, uh, the fight was pretty well for us. Yeah, it really
2: did. And Ziggurat got pulled under. Son's son's yeah. Ziggurat almost being drowned. It's, it's unique ability. I was kind of
1: hoping to show that off a little bit. That's fine. I know. We got back to town and talked to the bartender who is kind of like, there's not really a leader in the town, but I mean, he gives out the drinks. So good as a leader, I guess. And uh, convinced him to cool their jets and say like, Hey, these people in the woods aren't so bad. Um, he's like, Okay, well I still need to blame it on someone and we told him who was at fault and he's basically like, Ah, let's get him. And they went to go kill him. And we're like, Is that how you want to dispense justice? And talked them down from that too. Gave them the peace offering and uh there's an open stall, it turns out. <laughs> and uh that they're gonna that's where they're gonna let the uh forest folk set up trade. And then I think we ended Heading back to camp, pretty much we were—we would harvested some meat off of the creature, and we're gonna take it back and just let them know, like, hey, there's way more back there. You guys can chow down, bring it back. And was, uh had harvested the hide off of the the mama creature, and was gonna tan that for some munmun's or whatever. I I
0: do vaguely remember that there was a character that had a name that sounded like Merkin.
3: Yeah, there was uh, Merkin and Cloaca. Cloaca was the leader of the Orc.
1: Uh, Merskin. That was the bartender's name. Cur-curica. But you, you hurt my heart every time you say Cloaca. Yeah,
3: well, name your characters better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then, of course, there was, uh,
0: there was, what was it, Grook? Brick. A little... Uh, Qu- Quill did reveal that he has a pretty cool signet ring, and he he put down the letter of the law, so to speak, by telling these these dumb dumb villagers not to just murder people. Right. Former retribution when you can have them do community service. Highfalutin, as it were. Highfalutin
1: status. Yep, he's a baller. Yeah, Quill revealed that he's something of high status. I
0: put on on my ring of power and
1: commanded them as
0: the dawn. And then you're going to get your finger chopped off, and you'll be
2: Quill of the nine fingers. Still Still got nine
1: left. It's a deep cut right there. And Story was as sneaky as ever. Snuck up on the people sneaking up on us.
2: Yeah. And leapt on top of a adorable That's uh true. long-legged monster
3: horrifying abomination you know a potato potato oh um, i have sent you two examples of the exact description you gave i mean you have sent me nothing in those return Those two things
2: fit to- the description yes as much as a bird to- and a fly a t- resemble two flying creatures
3: no it is exactly what you described Six-legged deer monster. I don't think I said moose, like antlers, did
1: I? No.
3: I'm pretty sure that
2: was... You,
1: was like an- you said ante-
3: face of a deer. You said
1: anteater, like a long nose with a big, long tongue.
3: The second time he described that.
0: The the first one... yeah, The first one had gazelle-like features. Yes, it, it had a body like a gazelle. So that was fun.
2: We kind of left off, I think, with um, you guys heading back to camp. You had, uh, did some quartering and gotten the hide yep, and everything. Um, and I think you're or no, somebody already brought
1: the hide back, right? That's right. Yeah, that's what he brought back. Rick
3: Greg brought the hide back yeah, and Rick. then was they're coming back and we were. Cutting up the meat to bring that's back for dinner right. for
1: everybody. Yep. I think that's where we left off. I think we never made it yep. back to camp yet. Yeah, we
0: we grabbed yeah. it some drumsticks.
1: Yeah, so each have like a hawk of leg. There's still three right. legs yeah. left at that right. point
0: then.
3: <laughs> There's just a bird like pulling the leg. Just dragging it in the muck.
2: Yeah. I'm sure that'll stop it from rotting. Press Press to digitate that leg. Couldn't you cast, like, Gentle Repose, and then you have... that would require a Cleric. That's true. But I'm just saying, in theory, you cast Gentle Repose, and then you have Fresh Meat Forever. I mean, or at least... Ten days. Ten days, yeah. I guess you can cast it again. All right. It's kind of a hot, sweaty leg back through the swamp. As it were, because I imagine by now it's it's been a stretch, and I think we said it was just after midday, right? Because you guys did stuff
1: in town, and then you—I
3: thought it was thoroughly afternoon at this
1: point. I yeah, I think like thinking like three, yeah,
3: yeah. We've come back and forth a couple.
1: Was it okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you process the
2: the well, parts of it, and
3: then we're dragging it back. Right, I got gotcha.
2: you. Okay. So, can you all do a once I get my D and D Beyond up because I'm a totally prepared DM and I'm still talking because I need to get it going. Okay, we're good. Uh, can you all do a strength check for me? Uh, can it be athletics? I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. Remember, this is a a thirty foot long creature, and you're each carrying a hawk.
0: So that's a chunk you, you rolled a a different thing for my strength check.
3: Oh my god, is the bird doing the best with the, the meat? Athletics is what I was... not acrobatic. Did much worse.
1: I rolled a 9. Or, sorry, a 12 for a Cigarette.
0: Yes, Qu- and Quill rolled a 20, making Quill out to be... Quill rolls good on stealth last session. Quill rolls good on carrying big meat this session. Nice.
2: The meat. It just smells so good and it's so fresh. You're like salivating and like, oh yeah, let's get this sucker back to camp so we can cook it
0: up. Oh, Quill's got a little bit of that telltale drool like yeah. Like older cat skin. <laughs> He's just frothing a little bit.
2: Ugh. It's going to take significantly longer for Story and Ziggurat. You guys are kind of struggling a little bit.
1: I mean, Ziggurat just got dunked underwater for Probably good thirty seconds. He's probably a little, a little waterlogged, a little exhausted. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It was a bit much for his, you know, lofty sorcerer self.
3: I, I did just jump on it. I'm also a bird.
2: Yeah, I mean, all that fluffy fur really probably took yeah. it all out of you.
3: Fluff does not mean ter-
2: Not terrifying. Ruffled your feathers, as it were. It did. Really did. Literally and figuratively. Literally. So, let's see. It was about from the edge of the forest is just about where you fought that monster. It was about a half hour back to camp. So, Story and Ziggurat, you're going to be moving at half speed. And had Story done just a little bit worse, it would have been quarter speed. So about an hour back to camp. So you guys are getting really tired and kind of hungry.
1: It's hot, miserable. I would think that Ziggert probably wants to stop about halfway through and yeah, just getting all tired and hot and bothered and just like, oh, okay, we'll maybe take a break
2: for a minute. You would think that Cigarette would just like shoot a little puff of ice out and just like ahead of him and then just like oh my god that's wow. so
0: good. Just to cool down. It's too tired to think about that. That's Quill crazy. pretends to be tired. <laughs> <laughs> like the rest of his friends. You can hear him huffing and puffing and you're just like
2: so tired too. This is awful.
3: Uh, story's going to offer just her run and get some orcs, bring them back to help with the meat. Will y'all watch this?
1: Cigarette's like, uh, that's probably a good idea. Uh, it's took a lot out of me so far. So,
3: Story's gonna meatlessly, but still covered in blood, assumingly, uh, gonna run and see if she can get some burly orcs to help bring back the meat. She's gonna head straight towards uh, Cloaca. Okay.
2: Yeah. So it it took significantly longer here. So you're running before you make it to the village because you said you stopped they stopped to rest by halfway.
1: Yeah, so we're probably like 15 minutes without the stuff.
3: They stopped yeah, and and story went screw this. Give me a
2: survival check, please. Oh, natural 20?
3: Uh what? that would be hey. a tw-
2: Nat 20. So 22 total and unerringly
3: I even got the creepy heartbeat. Great. It's my favorite die.
2: So story even like, you know what? I, I'm pretty sure if I like cut through this little bog, I think I can get there a little bit faster. And,
3: and she's light enough that it doesn't like, you don't sink in too
2: far. And you just (sharp) straight there. You make it the, the remainder of the 15 minutes, maybe six, seven minutes tops. You just fly. And then you get to the outskirts of town. You said you're running straight up to Coraica? Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Yes, I'm going to cloaca
2: I'm going to be much more cautious about my names, and I feel like you're all still going to twist them in horrible ways.
3: How long have you known me, Steve? You invited...
0: That's That's fair. He's going to kill us if we keep messing. <laughs> like, like it's it's fun and games until he stabs us with a, a an ethylene
3: with a six legged nightmare
2: deer creature. Yes, I mean there was no stabbing involved; it was just drowning, which I hear is peaceful.
3: I tried to stab it.
2: I'm trying to really like I'm
0: easing you into a TPK. Really, easing <laughs> you into it. Well, oh, back, back, back with cigarette. I uh, uh, yes, this, this is very heavy. I'm glad she uh, she went ahead for us.
1: Oh, I can't imagine it's probably hard for you. I mean, almost big belly, uh, dragonbone, and I mean, it must be hard. That I, I honestly, thought of the whole group when we stopped, especially you, story. Quill like deftly lifts the uh, the ham
0: this leg from one shoulder to the other, and like a little bit. It, it, yes, it's it's
2: quite a good button. Why don't you guys do a perception roll for me?
3: You sitting in a pile of meat. Oh.
1: A nine. A thirteen.
3: Okay. Cigarettes super tired, Gil.
2: <laughs> They're so tired and it's it's just brutal, really.
0: Almost drowning has some detrimental effects on your well being.
2: Very quickly, you start to hear a buzzing noise, but you're not entirely sure what it is. Why don't you guys roll some initiative for me as this black cloud comes out of the swamp? Oh no. What is What's my rolls? A nine.
0: <laughs> An
2: 18. 18?
0: Yep, 18. Didn't
2: you roll really
0: high last time, too? Uh, it seems as though the game has desired me to do well for once, which is surprising. I'll, I'll adjust for that, don't worry. <laughs> I'll adjust <for> that. <clears throat> and the enemies get a plus 12 to initiative? To be fair, you're sending the smog monster from lost after us. I don't I don't know how well we're gonna do. I didn't say anything about that.
2: I'm excited about this, by the way. I get to use my new pretty dice. Oh. My new diehard dice. Diehard dice. Oh, nice. And let's just I don't know how well this will work, but I just wanna because I'm I'm so excited about them.
3: Pretty ooh. Okay, yeah, you got to do the, the the like YouTuber
1: Those are beautiful.
3: makeup guru thing. You put your hand behind it so you, it'll focus. It's almost like they do that for a reason. Is
2: that better? It really is. <laughs> and I have my Uber Geek Media Purple Dice Tray. Nice. They're super heavy, too. So listen to the thunder on this thing.
0: Nice. Okay. I love the soft thud. <laughs> thup. I, I too associate thunder with the sound of thud.
2: A buzzing swarm of insects surrounds you and envelops both of you before you can react.
1: Hmm.
2: And they are going to start biting everything in sight. They're just enraged by all the meat smell that's been sitting in the heat.
3: Mind you, uh don't you both have uh frozen stuff? Like,
0: you could have both like But they're tired.
3: They are tired.
0: They didn't think of that, remember?
3: Nope.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I didn't even think about using Ray of Frost to,
1: to chill our food. What am I? Well I use my I use my, my breath already.
2: So, uh, they are going to attack, uh, we're going to say Quill, because uh, Quill's fur is getting a little more blood in it, um, because it's just kind of sticking, versus the scaly guy, it just kind of rolls off. So, So does a 16 hit? That definitely hits my armor class. Okay. I mean,
0: I'm not enjoying this. You poor, poor bastards. Yeah, the the one that's making fun of your character names isn't even here.
3: (laughs) No, no, she's fine.
0: (laughs) Uh, Five damage. I will take that as a badge of honor. And then it will be Quill's turn. I'm assuming... I mean, it's all around me, so sure i'm guessing we're
1: also like adjacent to each other obviously i i didn't have an encounter map made for this so i'm trying to think of us positionally okay
0: uh yeah quill quill is just gonna throw a ray of frost at this thing okay that's a twenty. a natural 20 25 to hit damn Whew. yeah that definitely hits
1: crit 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 Right? Okay. No, I didn't screw up. Uh, yeah,
0: that will be a total of 10.
1: Uh, you crit, though, right?
0: Well, it's 1d8 normally. Got it. So I got 2d8. Okay. Nice. As you hit it, just the, the swarm
2: disperses just a little bit, and a pile of dead, angry horseflies
0: drops to the ground. Why oh, has it gotta be horseflies? Couldn't you have picked another nuisance pest? <laughs> Because they're mean
2: little bastards. No, they're mean and I want them mean. That's the whole point. Then it's the swarm's turn. Ah, uh, 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 please.
0: Ziggrit, save me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just
1: just swatting him, but successfully while Quill there's like five or six on me that I'm like patting away. It's Quill is like engulfed in them.
2: You're gonna go after Ziggrit this time.
1: All right. Ooh, 19. You said 19? 19 to hit. That is going to hit.
3: Stories in town going, "Wow, there's not that many bugs here. It's weird."
1: 4 damage. As they start like swarming around me now and biting me and half the damage is me smacking myself in the head.
2: <laughs> okay. And then it goes to Ziggurat.
1: Um, is is it like a swarm cloud that's just like directly around me? They're just, just swarming all over both of you. And we're, we're next to each other. Yeah. Like square square. Okay. Are they in our square or are they like, what's that look like? Just for the
2: sake of the rules, uh, they're in, we'll just say they're in an adjacent square to both of you as you're resting.
1: Okay. So I'm going to walk in such a way that I'm not going to hit Quill with the spell. This is why the spacing is important, because this is an AoE spell. Um, And I'm going to um, extend my range with a distance spell, use my last metamagic point, and cast Sword Burst the cantrip. And instead of Five-foot range, it's actually... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. So I'm... Sorry, let me think this through. It's it's a self-cast in a five-foot radius. I'm going to use Extend, because I'm actually going to cast this at a five-foot distance in a square that's away from me, but it's going to hit both of the clouds of flies, but not Quill or myself. Okay. So this one is it just happens let me read it here they have to pass a dexterity 13 save and they both have to roll
2: okay uh they
1: fail both of them uh for the swarm is there just sorry is there just one swarm just the one swarm got it okay they're gonna take a whopping three damage three damage okay Sorry, I thought there was two swarms, so I kind of like threw it out. oh so both gotcha. hit yeah, no, my bad. nope.
2: They are going to seeing how much damage they've taken now, they are going to move into uh quills square. and actually, I'm sorry, no, it's quill's turn. My bad.
0: Oh, yay. Well, I mean, it was so nice. I might as well do it twice. Let's uh, ray of frost this this poor guy. Don't kill me, sport Oh, that is a thirteen to hit this time. Uh, that is a hit. Ooh,
2: they don't have a great armor class. That is
0: five total ice damage. Five total. I'm I'm freezing bugs. Again,
2: as you. Both are hitting them. They're just piles of flies all over the ground. They seem to lose their intensity of how angry they are as they lose their brethren. And then it is the swarm's turn. And yeah, the swarm will move to surround Quill. And they will do a bite. No, oh, not one.
1: Oh no. I would say that does avoid me.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so some of them yeah, some of them just get matted into my hair.
3: <laughs> they just get hair. One of them flies out with some glitter on it.
0: That was defensive glitter. It worked in your favor this time. It's like um what is it? Diotonaceous Earth. It just gets in between all their little segments and it kills them. Just shreds them from the inside.
2: Alright, then it's Ziggurat's turn again.
1: Okay. Uh, Ziggurat is going to like start to summon an ice bolt in his hand, and there, sorry, an ice knife, and then he like looks at the swarm surrounding Quill and goes, mm, "Go with what you know." And then the the ice melts, and he summons a fire bolt and throws it at the swarm, worrying worried that the uh he would hurt Quill with his ice knife. Um, Fifteen. That is a hit. Okay. And that'll be seven damage. Little embers
2: float up in the air as the last remaining angry horse flies are engulfed in flame. And they just pretty little lights up into the sky.
1: <sighs> you know, scales never did much against those blokes. It's, it's probably the meat uh, with all those flies. Oh, I can't use my breath anymore today. Do you have any more of those rays? Maybe we could ice down the meat.
0: Oh, oh. cool. Me. Yes, oh, I didn't even think about that. We we tend to do that in the, in the desert just to keep meat storable for a longer period of time. I, yes, uh, Quill will kind of kind of revealing the trick because I had forgotten I used the spell slot for Unseen Servant to help me carry this meat so like, turning around and there's just like this I... free-floating section of the meat behind me. Uh, Whatever uh, it takes, mate. I Rave Frost it. Okay. Uh, and then yeah, Quill will Rave Frost the uh, meat for Probably the meat that was on the ground from Story, and then the meat for Ziggurat. Can you roll me an attack roll for that? Sure.
2: If we nat 1 it, it's gonna freeze or burn the the meat. Uh, that is in 24 total on 19 plus 5. You definitely succeed in uh, gently freezing or cooling down the meat. Just flash frozen to perfection. And it kind of blasts the flies that were dead on top of it off. So hopefully,
0: you know, there's there's very little spoilage. If only I could make some actual money off of doing stuff like this, it'd be, it'd be kind of nice. Yeah, it's
1: quite impressive, mate. It's, um... We didn't have to worry about that in the mountains. You just go up and get some ice, have an ice box, Right? And I didn't have to think about that before.
0: We we usually just, you know, got some water from a well and and we put food in the water and, and just froze a giant block of it. It's very genius. It uh, is a system that's worked for us for a while.
2: Now we flash back to story. Story, you get into town and it's daytime, so there's people kind of milling about doing just day-to-day chores. And you remember where Karaika was and she has finished butchering the animal that she was working on she is directing greg he is up in a tree and he's tying ropes on different trees to help uh stretch and scrape the hide in preparation for tanning and she's just shouting at him and you little piss just, just
3: just tie it just,
2: it's not that hard. You just, mm, and she just, she's very agitated because every time he ties a knot, it just comes loose. And it's very clear that his knowledge of basic knots is lacking, unfortunately. And then she spots you and back so soup.
3: I write her a quick note We killed another monster. You know, send people with to help pick up dinner.
2: Oh. Um, like you're all still still alive.
3: What? Like it's hard.
2: She's a little taken aback. I may have underestimated your little party. Yes. She motions for several orcs around her. They jet out and, uh, I'm assuming you give them directions. And
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I- Lead them back. Oh, I mean, if they're heading. Do I have the option of staying?
2: You don't have to go if you don't want to. And. I will. You're so bitter about that. Yes, I will. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I don't even care. I didn't want to relax and get fed delicious meat fresh from the fire.
3: Fine. No, she she leads them back.
2: And Grick is with him. Do you want to jump on Grick's back? Yes. <laughs> He's like, uh.
3: I jump on and
2: point. Grick just looks like, what? What the fuck? And he like looks at Karika, and she's like, "Well, she just ran all this way. She's tired."
3: Story spurs him and points,
2: and just with this dejected <laughs> little sigh, he hangs his head and starts trudging through the swamp. Care, yeah.
3: pat him on the head when he goes.
2: carry the birdie will Mm. and he swats at you like knock it off
3: he of course does not hit me because bird you know that
2: that sweet dex bonus yeah
3: I wish I had that in real life
2: (laughs) I know right oh my god I would be so much less of a klutz
3: I literally have a burn on my face yeah, like that was pizza. By the way, pizza dropped it on my
2: sad day. Now you need to cure light wounds and just <clears throat> good to go. And you spur him forward. All of the other artworks are kind of like snickering, and and just just like for a little <laughs> split second, you feel bad, and and then you're like, "But I'm not walking through a swamp."
3: If they get really mean, um, all of a sudden they're gonna get hit in the head with a ball bearing. But if it's like just jovial, he's the little brother of the group type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's
2: that's more like it. What it is? It, okay. They're they're not genuinely being cruel or anything like that. It, not not intentionally. And every so often, like you know, Greg gives like the pouty little look, but the, and they kind of back off a little bit. But
3: okay, yeah. Well, no, then it's,
2: it's fine. It's it's fairly good-natured.
3: No one bullies my st-
0: your steed. Yes, Grick, The steed. Yes, Rick returns as the big bad. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> this little procession of orcs
2: trundles through the swamp. They're not quiet at this point; like they're not trying to be stealthy, and you repeatedly see story like kind of standing up on his hips and like waving and
1: and then like yeah Uh, there they are coming our way um let's we'll prepare the meat here and uh i guess when they get here tell them where the rest of the body is
0: Yes, that would be good. Uh, At this point, Quill probably looks uh, like mangy, partially matted fur from the blood, and just flies, like, stuck here and there. uh, I'm ready to
1: call it a day
0: at this point.
1: Right. Me too. Long day. Dealing with shitheads. Flies. Giant beasts. Long day. Well, at least we got a really soft belt out of it. That's true. Uh, it's probably valuable. I was planning on saving it for um, getting into the big city, perhaps.
0: Uh, do, you, do you think we'll need it for that? Or. I, uh, I assumed we'd use it for, like, bedrolls and stuff.
1: Oh, it'd be comfy for sure. Or oh, maybe both. Yeah, we can have a discussion about it. Well, I was thinking of turning it into some funds. Money, money would get you. What you want for sure? Information, books.
2: Why don't you guys roll a sur- another survival check for me? All three of us are just. All three of you. You're all
1: there. Guess what? Nine.
3: <laughs> natural 20 <laughs> For We're twenty-two.
1: Uh
0: no! That's it's a cock's die. Curse you! uh it's a five, but it was in between a three and a oh, nineteen. Oh, sad day. Sad day indeed.
3: My, <laughs> My second natural twenty.
0: Story's
2: making you guys look like chumps tonight. Story, as they're they're talking about this, this is another one of those moments where, like, Story has the common sense while you guys are are pontificating, and she's like, this thing was 30 feet long. Like, we could probably make one or two things out of it and still have some left over.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, that's fair.
3: <laughs> she can, she kind of points out small bird. It's only small bedroll. Cat really only needs a box.
1: Right. In fairness, big dragonborn, big family.
0: I I'm afraid you, in the desert we actually make a it's it's called a um, burrito. <laughs> it's is a traditional sleeping apparatus. We we actually wrap ourselves in multiple layers.
3: Oh, we call that a nest.
0: We call that sheets. And and what it actually
2: reminds you of is a cat bed, <laughs> <laughs> like a bolstered bed.
3: <laughs> Those great ones where it's like the nice soft, the actual like pillow, and then it has like the blanket that's attached.
0: And they can like burrow <laughs> into it. <laughs> Throw some yeah. catnip in there. We are we are a burrowing creature. We like to get nestled right in.
1: Well, let's get back to camp. Have some of this wild meat. Looks delicious, honestly. And uh, tuck in.
3: Story's gonna write a note to the orcs like, is that okay? Do you need help? Remember, I'm
1: a bird.
2: Greg kind of looks around and answers for him. He's like, we'll we'll be fine, I guess. Do I have to carry you back to... Yes. Hope on.
3: (laughs) <laughs> again with
2: an even more dejected sigh and his shoulders just slumping
1: down it's no no it's all wrong. <sighs> you can hope on for a rod story you ran all that way
3: she hops on
1: you see one of the other orcs
2: like hops on grix back
3: <laughs> he's like she gives a thumbs up and
2: he's like Damn. <laughs> and then he just starts kind of trudging through the swamp so you head back. It takes a little bit for them to process and bring the rest of the meat. Probably a couple of them follow with the meat that was right there, and the rest head further on to, to collect what they can of the carcass. And then it's middling afternoon at this point, so it's probably the hottest part of the day. And it's getting, like, oppressively hot and humid. At the camp, the hide has already been scraped. And it's being stretched. You see a number of the residents of, of the camp are just chilling out under lean-tos. And they have these large, ornately painted fans they the fanning themselves, resting. In the heat, they don't get up to greet you or anything like that. They're just trying to keep out of the heat, stay cool.
3: Story is on a cold-blooded creature, so she just snuggles.
1: Ziggurat pressed to digitates himself clean and as clean, and, yeah, as, as that lets him be. And then anybody else want to wash? <laughs> as it poofs off, story goes. <laughs>
3: it's
1: kind of like
0: tilting his head in, in Ziggurat's direction. Yes, please.
1: hey you all mate. Cast it a few times to cover his whole body. Well, I can't do much about the bots, but at least uh, get the muck off.
2: At that, as you're cleaning them with prestidigitation, Karika goes, oh, I I was actually going to have them draw a bath for you. Yeah, but that's, I mean, if you don't need it. A okay. bath?
1: Um, I'll say no to it. Here's the thing, it gets rid of the debt, but not necessarily the smell. Gotcha. So, happily. You're
2: led into one of the larger tents, and you see a couple of basins, like large basins carved out of logs. The water is just steaming, and you see some herbs and flower petals are floating on the surface, and the smell, it's just, it's very Relaxing. An aromatic.
3: (sighs) Story asks, soup?
1: So, just kind of disrobes and gets in, slumps in.
3: Oh. Story gets in. Well, takes her stuff off, gets in, does the whole bird bath thing.
1: Clean. Quill takes.
0: Yeah, Quill takes most of his stuff off except for uh, the bandage across his eyes. And a little kind of climb in as best he can, have Rava guide him.
1: Ziggurat reaches over his pack and grabs the pan flute out and plays it a bit in the bathtub. A little spa music.
3: Dory's got a question. So she ha- She's signing and she's making you guys figure it out. But it is a, re- a real question. So you get through. When you are fighting, when when the two of you are fighting someone, do you ever just like Know things about who you're fighting?
0: If if I've known them, yes. I mean... No.
3: Because I have no idea what that creature was, but I do know that it could breathe underwater. I've never had insight like that
1: before. I mean, I know things about animals and perhaps some goblins. You know, kobolds around the mountains.
3: No, like I knew. Have you heard of anything like that?
1: You, you guessed it could, or like, you knew? Quill's gonna do an arcana check. I got a nine. So is Ziggurat, <laughs> just kind of thinking about it. Uh, ah, eight.
2: You're rolling badly tonight, sir. It was an 18,
1: and it slid and went-
3: so, Okay, I'm sorry. This is a question for the DM, I guess. Was it something that I just knew? Or was it like a whisper?
1: You, no, you would uh,
2: you would have focused on it and then it just kind of comes to you in a flash of insight. Okay. But in such a way that it's very
1: foreign to you.
3: Yeah, so I explained that.
1: Unfortunately, Ziggurat's gonna, I hate that this is, but Ziggurat's gonna be like, I mean, look, on all that, the creatures in the mountains are usually resistant to cold because they're in the mountains. So probably it was in the water, and you guessed that it could breathe underwater.
3: No, it's just weird. Okay.
1: And then, Oh, you guys both rolled poorly. Yeah, we both did pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, similar. I wish I rolled higher.
3: Yeah, neither one of them could tell me that it was true strike.
1: Yeah, you're so fatigued
2: after the day you guys have had, and it's so hot that it's distracting. But, in this bathwater, the the scent
1: is just soaking into your like body lulling us down, and yeah, unfortunately, Ziggurat kind of hand waves it a little bit,
3: yeah, that's fine
0: well we'll we'll have to think about it later. This bath is nice and and warm, and I'm very tired.
3: It's just weird. I thought I'd ask you guys.
1: Right. Oh, I can tell you, yeah, I mean, I can tell you how it works for me, just not right now.
2: Can you all do a constitution saving throw for me?
1: Sure can. Oh my god. Six. <laughs> I, that's one of my best possible rolls that I have is my constitution saving throw. And I rolled a six. <laughs> at a 16 okay so
2: zigrit you are the first one that you just kind of succumb to this weariness and (sighs) these scents of like lavender sandalwood and these just amazing scents are just overwhelming you and you're so tired and then your eyes just close for a moment and then you're out where did these orcs get sandalwood?
3: They imported I'm it. S-
2: I'm saying sense <laughs> like. Like it's not that, because we're in a fantasy setting. And I need just des- and I need a descriptive term for herbs that don't exist in our real world. Thank you, sir.
3: Fantasy sandalwood, you can grow it wherever you want.
2: <laughs> I guess. That straight up CBD sandalwood story, you last a little bit longer and eventually you just kind of start slumping back and your little bird eyes flutter and then your head hangs back in the bath and your beak flops open, your tongue kind of lolls out and just the most absolute relaxed. You start
3: hearing. <laughs> Quiet during the day.
2: <laughs> I, li- I like the idea of like every snort in is like the snort and then like a whistle out.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Quill. Quill, uh, hearing snoring, Quill peek through Rava's eyes, see they're both kind of conked out and he'll gingerly like lift that bandage off his eyes and kind of just dunk his entire head in the water. And then probably like lean back, and put the bandage back on, and similarly just just kind of
2: relaxes and lets it happen. Yeah. All right. Fade to black.
0: We're all dead.
3: <laughs> it actually is soup. <laughs>
0: we ain't never seen creatures like you before. You, you might taste real good. Not often we
2: get the triple header meal.
3: It's kind of like a turducken, but worse.
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) A Kenku inside of a Tabaxi inside of... (laughs) That's awkward. Let's see. So, Quill, you wake up first. You are in just the most comfortable, relaxed, soft bedding. But the ground underneath you feels unfamiliar And instead of being In the bath Which is obviously the last thing you remember You just wake up Quietly, softly And you can hear People outside The tent you're in Moving around
0: Uh, Gingerly Oh, Oh Okay Oh, that's. Where did you go? Snaps his fingers, summons Rava again. Hey, there you are. Uh, Good. Let's take a peek and let Rava down to kind of like peek outside the tent and see what's going on. So, outside of the tent, you see
2: that it is morning already. You guys have clearly slept through the night. The campus already woken up. It's probably at this point by your by by Rava's best guesstimation. And she can see orcs going back and forth. You appear to be in one of the larger tents still, but not the same one that had the bats in. And you don't see Karika, but you do see Grick is just kind of doing busy work. He's piling wood. He's probably smoking meat and getting things prepared.
0: Oh, cool. Stretch up and kind of reach around for his staff and and exit the tent. A note.
2: Your gear is piled next to you. Oh.
0: Am I wearing like i am got to be wearing something. You just came out of a bath, bruh. That's uh, yeah. And Quill, Quill step outside, kind of feel that chill wind upon his body and be like, hmm. You hear shrieks. <laughs> Turns around, goes back inside the tent, puts on some clothing. Sorry, sorry about that.
3: Imagine a whole lot would show through fur. Are you like a long-haired cat? It's
0: like poof, mid-fur length. Well, I mean,
2: if if we're really going to dig into that's this, not say we. Um, <laughs> <that's> not.
0: <laughs> we are mature-rated, but I'm sure some of that might uh, cross the lines with Twitch's TOS.
1: Mechanically, do do we get a long rest from that?
2: Oh, anyways, yes. Oh yeah. Yes, it has been well over the the minimal required time of a relaxed sleep for all of you.
3: So do we start waking up when he's shuffling his stuff around? Well, you guys aren't in the same tent.
2: Oh, okay. Next, we would have Story would wake up.
3: It wakes up completely spread eagle.
2: Just lounging in like these super soft furs. Mm-hmm. And it's still kind of that chill in the morning. You get up, your gear is piled neatly next to the bedroll. It's been washed.
3: Yeah. I, I count everything. I put it all on. I head out to see uh, what, what today brings.
2: As you step out of the tent, again, you see orcs and the other residents of the camp are milling about. Some of them are cooking, some of them are crafting various mundane items, some are making beers for hunting, and some of them are trying to make some more permanent structures rather than these basic tents. Often the distance behind one of the larger tents, you do see... They have a group of canoes that they seem to be prepping with gear and furs and things like that. And then you get distracted because of the delicious smell of cooking meat.
3: Yeah, I go see what I can do to help with that cooking. <laughs>
2: and I, I just imagine, like,
3: what's that?
2: Yes. Finally, Ziggurat, you start out of your sleep rather abruptly.
1: Oh, What's my want? Uh, want? 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 Yeah. Want? Here. Oh. Well. Can't say that's the worst I've ever woken up.
2: Yeah. And then I'm assuming you get your gear on and peek out. Too.
1: Yep. Get all the gear on wander outside look around Ooh, still in the same camp i thought i was i don't know whatever um i look around see if i can spot quill or story anywhere
2: yeah so you you do spot uh story she's over by one of the cooking fires and she seems to be sampling several different things that are that are being made
3: an important job
2: yeah she's taste testing
1: How's, how's it taste
3: over there? She's trying to endear herself to like the oldest lady there.
2: <laughs> As yeah. she has her book out, you just see it's not poison written several times.
3: <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> not poison. <laughs> and then back to
2: Quill. <laughs> Quill, what are we up to,
0: sir? Oh, Quill, Quill saw Grick. Through Rava's eyes Quill's gonna uh, Get Rava to come back To her natural spot In between his ears And head over Hey, hey there uh, I, I know That you, you get a lot of flack But you were, were a decent amount of help Yesterday And I was just wondering Where uh, Kureka was Tell her About us uh, Delivering your gift and helping unmuddy the waters with the encampment. Right. Um, Krika, she's uh, behind
2: the larger tents. Uh, they're prepping the canoes. Um, they're going to try to send some goods down to uh, Bridgeton soon. So they're just. They're trying to get things ready for a, a trip down to there.
0: Yeah, thank you. I'll head over there. And uh, by the way, who who took us out of the bath? It's a little
2: awkward <laughs> and quiet. And um, let's not talk
0: about it. Right then. Uh, you have a fine day. Thank you again. Yes, and uh, Aquil Colada makes his way over to behind the tents. You said you were going to go towards the canoes.
2: Yep. So yeah, just you see Karika and two or three other big burly orcs. They're just kind of loading goods into several uh, long canoes, and they're heavily laden down at this point. And there's probably a small fleet of them probably seven or eight canoes they're pretty crude but they're not ornate or anything like that but they're very functional and they're large enough for them the orcs to fit in
0: comfortably without having to squeeze in so yeah i, I explain explained how things went in dogel bond and kind of finishing it up i explain and well if they give you any more trouble about this, just don't threaten them, but explain to them that the noble that talked to them in town about uh, Fatibald's punishment would be very pleased if they were to respond positively to this. And when you say noble, she just, she
2: looks a little nervous. And she goes, what? What What
0: noble? Uh, and Quill will kind of reach into his pack and pull out the signet ring. I'm not a noble from Turst, but they didn't really see the difference. I come from the Blazing Sands, and my family is something of a big deal there. Sort of, as much as one can be a big deal in the desert and uh but yeah they were they were dumb, and I think they just took it at face value, so I assume you won't have trouble. They thought pretty favorably of opening trade again with you. She's still just a little
2: more chilly than she was previously, but begrudgingly, thank you. I, You didn't have to do that, but it it really does mean a lot to us. How can we
0: repay you? If we could get uh, the fur. I'm sure there's some of it you want to take for yourselves, but uh, uh, the dragonborn Ziggret, he wants to use some of it to kind of pay our way to Bridgeton uh, and help us get inside and maybe pay for some supplies once we get there and it's really soft so I kind of like it Um, so if we could have some of that that 30 feet of hide that would be more than enough honestly
3: y'all keep offering things strangers we gave them the meat
1: it's true we gave them like tons of meat I mean, we're not here. We're not here.
3: It's a little part of story sold. What the hell? Yeah.
2: What? What is this? My pocketbook. It feels lighter suddenly. For inexplicable what? reasons. What? what black magic is this? Krika looks at you. So you're headed to Bridgeton. I, I feel this is more than fair. She goes, but I I can offer you some assistance to Bridgeton if you're interested. If we are able to trade directly in town, we're not going to need to ship as much down to Bridgeton. So we should have some more room in the canoes than we expected. If you're interested, we could probably
0: give you a ride i i will i will ask the others i've kind of one of those a bit more outdoorsy type and he he seemed very excited about traveling overland but fast travel is uh yeah i will ask them definitely that thank you thank you so much no thank you this this really means a lot to us
2: And turns back to the other two orcs and just starts
0: reorganizing things
2: around a little bit.
0: So, yeah, Quill uh, Quill hobbles back into the main camp and kind of pings Rava. It's like, where, where, point out where the others are.
2: Yeah. Story, I'm assuming you're still chilling by the food.
3: Yeah.
1: Sigurd's now eating with Story, so. Testing, T- testing, yeah. testing. Oh, yeah, that's not poison. Could be get a try again.
3: I mean, definitely testing more than helping, but still helping.
0: Uh, unfortunately, this may be poison. I'm going to have to eat it all. I'm, I'm so sorry.
3: For you that I do this.
2: Just picks up the whole, like, cauldron and just starts carrying it off. You guys are just kind of chilling next to the campfire. There's a group of the residents there, there's a very grizzled old orc and a halfling that are both preparing a bunch of vegetables and things on
3: a long, flat rock and just kind of tossing it into a pot. Suri is genuinely trying to get, like, the old guys, old gals to talk.
0: Get those recipes.
3: Yeah. Old and grizzled?
0: That's somebody who wants to chat your ear off about something. Oh yeah, Quill will make his way over, and in a very proud, I uh, I may have gotten us uh, a bit of a ride towards Bridgeton.
3: Story writes down. Cool, and you did that without offering any of our hide.
0: Um. Hmm. hmm. No
3: stained eye contact from the bird
0: <laughs> can feel these <laughs> eyes of I feel the eyes upon me unblinking this is like the most
2: still that story's ever been as she's just staring down
3: but mind the- you it is very <laughs> practiced still um she wants you to feel how still she is <laughs>
0: Which I mean, she would. I I will I will leave those negotiations up to you from now on. Story. Sorry. You you're you're harshing his buzz here. Come on.
3: But then, it's very excited about getting the ride.
1: The ride is it? Um, it's a cart, right? Like taking the road.
0: Oh, oh no they they have canoes right. they're going uh over water right and then and then quill kind of lets that sink in I don't know how to swim
1: <laughs> well I mean look I don't want to sway the group too harshly um there's it, personal reasons for me to check out the populated areas and look if we hit cities it, there's a chance we can find knowledge for you
0: that is true
1: um' down the river I want I mean theres population but it's probably I mean the nearest town if I remember right is stops at Kuzg. at least oh, I was hoping it hit like Ragoon and Marthinus, it's personal reasons, of course, but perhaps it'll benefit the group. It'll take longer for sure.
0: No, those those are good good reasons. And Karak was a was a little cold to me. Uh, I I mentioned, I think she wasn't too keen on me saying. Anything about being noble born? Shit.
3: Uh, story writes down very big Stop telling people that you're one of the bad
0: guys. But I'm not okay.
1: There's nothing wrong with having money. That's what you do with it, Ron. Right?
3: She writes down Yes, I've probably seen more than both of you put together. But the nobles in this land not the good guys
1: right it, it look if we take the road um it's it's preferred for me um, if we take the river because it's an option I'm not gonna argue too hard however <laughs> uh, is it possible that we leave part of the hide behind and take the majority it, it to me that's like
0: oh, oh yes' so we- a lot of money like, she said we get the majority of it. And and I'm sure if... Right, okay. Cool. I'm sure if one of you explains uh, our desire to travel overland, you can probably better than I, but uh, for the rest, hopefully.
1: Oh, I can do that. i find um, Kureka and just kind of explain, like, thank you very for- much. Dory has things to say about this. Oh, Shoot, sorry. Uh, Ziggurat looks back. It takes like five steps forward. Looks back. Mm, Sorry, story. I apologize. I do forget sometimes.
3: I mean, it's because Anne needs to look at a map. Uh, But (laughs) this is actually a very good allegory for having a a nonverbal person in the group.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: (laughs) Shaman... And spend if quill was so happy and proud we were gonna make it to Bridgeton he he, he was being good and then it was, it just nuked it got a, got a s- stern talking to by the bird
3: she I I did also say that she was really excited about you getting a, a ride a prepaid ride because we've given okay so basically what Anne is is the next like, bastion of civilization or like hint of civilization is that on the water or is it
0: off the water yeah where does the river like the river south to Bridgeton, did hit up a city
3: because we don't have to go the whole way but
0: that's true yeah
1: well no there's like it's, it's about as remote as you can get going through the river. There's I, there's nothing. Okay. And maybe there's little tiny, uh, like, no-name towns. But um, the biggest city before we get to Bridgeton is Kuzg. And then we take the river again to Bridgeton. So there's only one stop to a small lake town.
0: Is this better? Yeah, we're at Pond. Yeah, that's Yeah. yeah. We, we would not get a whole lot of...
3: So what are the towns that you wanted to see? Cigarette?
1: Well, we take take the we take the uh, the road here and kind of like draw in the dirt. Um, yeah, so this is the high road. Mm-hmm. Take the high road and hit the city of Ragoon, um which oh, I know nothing of to be honest. However, you keep going down that road, hit Mathanas, and uh, eventually make our way to Bridgeton. The benefit is. Um, we're hitting some higher-profile cities along the way instead of um, rough and rugged river down the whole way.
3: We'd have the orcs to, like, lead us. We could go to Coog's That's true. Yeah. And we could go back northwest to your city and have most of the traveling done easily.
1: Eh. Yeah. I think it's probably doubling back and might end up being the same distance. Look, in, in truth, what my reasoning, just so I'm not hiding anything, um, looking for my parents. I haven't seen them in about 10 years. In It's, it's going to be a journey. Yeah. There's reasons within there, of course. They were supposed to come back. Um, I don't know. feel like I'm abandoning my post. But I feel like the best way to find them is to hit the bigger cities. Look for traces of them.
3: So Story listens empathetically, puts up her finger, and she goes and finds the crew getting the boats ready and asks, who's the navigator?
0: Who's, who's the first mate, Steve? Who's, uh... Who's- come on, give me a new name to mess up. Who's the oarsman?
3: <laughs> or who's in charge? Who's
0: the first like, mate of a canoe.
3: Well, I'm guessing it's a group of canoes, and somebody knows where they're going, yes?
2: Correct. There's several of them that have made this journey before.
3: Okay, so I signal for the guys to come over, and we're going to have a conversation with them about the map. She's not traveled this. And she has people she trusts right now, They're not the jerks. By road or by water, which is faster?
2: To get to Bridgeton by water is faster.
3: To get to Kougs. Kegs.
2: To Kurg. To get to Kurzg, it would probably be close to the same. You would still travel faster along the water route. But then you have to bushwhack and go along game trails for a certain length of time. And the terrain is a little rougher. So what you would gain taking the canoes is kind of a trade-off for the overland travel you would have to take from there.
3: So, either way, to get to that the city that Ziggurat wanted to go to...
1: Ziggurat... Ziggurat does not want to go to Kuzg. Ziggurat wants to go to okay.
3: Yes, that's why I said the other town gotcha. and I can't okay. remember the other one because he took the map away. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, sorry. That triangle and this is the town that, that Ziggurat wants to go to and this is just literally the first thing on the river on the waterway six one half dozen of the other. Yeah. Okay. That's what Story wanted because if going to this town was faster, and we could do it resting, that's the smarter idea. Go up and over. Yeah. Instead, it's better to backtrack if it's going to be the faster route. Exactly. And that's that's what she's trying to figure out.
2: So the biggest trade-off here is there's going to be less civilization along the waterways, but it'll be faster. Like, bridge tent, like, the whole trip total would be much faster along the waterways. However, there's more chances to resupply, and there's more civilization, and so potentially more opportunity, but it will be fairly, it'll be probably almost double the time so th- by land.
3: So, overall, it averages out to, even if, because... Bridgen is, he's got a side quest, and that's fine. That's what she's doing. Just trying to get there with as much rest as possible. Correct. And it doesn't, six one half dozen of the other.
2: Sigrid would probably understand in particular that if you're in a canoe, I mean, they might be saying that you can ride along, but that also means that you're going to have some Some sort of responsibility, be it paddling or helping with gear and portaging and things like that. So it's it's not like a a free ride the whole way. It's we're giving you this opportunity to go faster.
3: Still, I have hiked and I have portaged. I'd rather portage.
2: Oh, yeah, totally.
3: But if it's going to end up being the same, yeah, Story's going to go, okay, whatever.
2: That leaves. Who? So, are you guys taking the canoes then, or just to be cl- clear? Because I'm not, I'm not following.
1: Ziggler's vote is to take the high road.
3: Story's a little disappointed about not being on a canoe, but she's, yeah.
0: Phil definitely seems a little relieved to not go out on the water.
3: <laughs> Story writes down very affirming things about taking initiative to get us that ride.
2: <laughs> you did such a good job. <laughs> gives him an ear scratch. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Pulls back her hand and brushes off some glitter. Some
1: flies. <laughs>
2: and some flies.
1: Uh, <laughs> Glittery flies. Uh, Zikat Z- Z- walks over to the two, um, uh, and says, "Like, basically, dis- says the decision. Like, thanks for everything you've done, and um, really appreciate." Uh, the camaraderie we've had but we're going to decide to take the high road in this case um, we have business along there
2: okay I understand if you should need something from us and you're in the area again i I can safely say that
1: you have friends here much appreciated um, hopefully everything works out with. The trade situation. Oh, I think it will. I honestly think this whole region will benefit from you trading in that area.
2: Really hope so too. I, I think, in theory, I think this is the best ideal situation we could have hoped for. Just look, you know, minus someone dying in a bar. But, you know, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, are you guys, is there anything else you guys? We need
3: to pack up our camp and.
2: Yep, I was gonna say, is there anything else you guys want to do at the camp? So I don't. Do you need to resupply anything? We
3: we have the supplies. I'm gonna see if they'll let us um, take some of the some dried meat in exchange for the thirty foot long animal we left them,
0: or the some of the meat for other meat.
3: Yeah, like, do y'all have any of the? Do you guys? Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: like dried dried rations for fresh meat. Yeah, they would be more than willing to do that. Like, we don't need to go into the nitty gritty with that. They're they're more than happy to resupply you with all the fresh meat and
1: bone and other things they can make ligaments and things like that. Nice. How much of the cloth do we take then of the of the hide?
2: So, what they're going to do is they're going to salt it, um, because there's no way that they can properly tan it overnight. Sure.
3: We're going to have to come back.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or, the other option is if you were going to take it with, they could salt it to preserve it as best they can.
1: Um, what if we, Zir looks to Karika and says, um, is it possible to have this meet us in Bridgeton?
2: Um, we could make that happen Um, yeah yes we can do that can we consider that debt paid then of course she sticks her hand out to shake she's a big or even with your sizable self I mean her hand wraps around yours and shakes firmly pleasure doing
1: business with you is always travel will.
3: and with that story goes and finds Grick. A hug, yes. Cut out. Yeah, we we we've done the business. She's gonna go say goodbye to Grick and get her stuff and leave. Qu-
0: Quill packs up some uh, some lizard jerky. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and when you you hug Grick, he like squishes in a little bit, and and he just like he tries so hard. To, to be tough and and then he just burst into he's like, I'm gonna miss you little feather friend
3: a good long long hug lots of bat pat just let it all pat. out just let it all out yeah and and this one time um
2: I, they didn't pick me uh for 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 a stone toss and it made me so sad <laughs> He's letting a lot of like deep repressed issues out and it's all just pouring out of him now. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And she's just patting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's had to like climb up. He's holding her mostly. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They supply you. They set you along with another week's worth of rations
0: each. Oh, give me that delicious lizard jerky.
2: Just to fast forward through all the nitty gritty stuff. Are you guys planning to leave that same day? Probably. Yeah,
1: I think it's it's pretty early in the morning still. I would guess. Uh, like we, we probably stuck around camp for maybe an extra hour and a half or so, getting ready to go and everything. And I'll probably late morning head out.
3: Um, any downtime, story is writing a letter.
0: Quill is. Quill is stuffing that signet ring real deep in his bag, like as deep as he can.
2: That was quite the reveal for for Quill too. Guys, say your farewells and head out along the trail. You have to actually head back towards Dogelbund to get to the main road. Actually have to backtrack a little bit onto the side road to get to the high road, which is this the the main road that you guys have been traveling on and we'll say you guys can get in a full day's worth of travel. So let me get
0: my new dice out.
2: So. <laughs>
0: uh, once again, kind of practicing those hand signs, just reaching out, getting some more knowledge. Okay.
2: And the day goes by uneventfully. And you guys set up camp, I assume. Practicing more stuff. Mm-hmm. Everything's uneventful for that first day of travel then.
1: Um, as per usual, Ziggurat sets up a hunting trap um, at you know, a specific spot. in Camp calls it out to the group. Just want to rem- set that reminder out there. That evening goes by
2: uneventfully.
3: A story at some point re-brings up. The really weird thing with the monster she's never had happen before.
0: Having an opportunity,
1: Quill'll probably think on it again. Same for Ziggret.
2: Yeah, because it's a new day, so you guys can do a new
1: Yeah, I got twenty.
0: yeah, I got a twenty as well.
1: There we go. Twenty one. Twenty one. Probably at the very least, uh both Quill and Ziggret know that this is magic. Yeah, Ziggurat thinks on it a little more and says, oh, I was born with magic, uh, but it didn't manifest itself right away. It was one of those things, right? My parents could do it. Um, but you know, despite uh, they said the magic was in me, it did not come out in the right circumstance. in the first time, um, gosh... Yeah, my dad, he was. I could use it, and he. Huh, he, he he threw a fireball at me. <laughs> right? It's like. Dragonborns, I was about five, uh, four years old. Anyway, regardless, I threw up my hand. story writes down, yeah, Grandma used to throw daggers at me. It was great. <laughs> yeah threw up my hand, and just shield, right? Uh, it's what I know the spell to be called anyway. Um, deflected it. And from that point on, magic just kind of flew out of me. Flowed. Um, just took the one time. Uh, it's how it works for me, anyway. Uh, Quill, I understand that wizards train.
0: Yes, uh, you you both have deeply troubling childhoods. It's just, I feel that's important.
1: It, look, it's not like it, my, my father did it regularly. He <laughs> was confident and uh, it worked. Uh, if it didn't work, sure. It's not like he's throwing fireballs at me every day.
3: Story writes down, How did your family train you?
0: I mean, I, ever since I could walk and read, they had me study they had me look at books and draw scripts and study arcane symbols and practice. But they never never threw magic at me as an expectation to, to simply provide them what they wanted. I mean, they were harsh, but
1: hmm,
0: differences in uh, our upbringing.
1: It's true. In our uh, magic... Sometimes magic requires components, right when I was young, I didn't always have this. I had to use things around me right It takes like my my ice knife requires water. I can't do it without water present. I could if I have this, but it it takes some practice, and I know there to be it like a pouch right like this is just with loads and loads of stuff in it. Little material components. Perhaps it's something we could pick up at the next town and help you practice your spells.
3: I didn't know I could do magic.
1: I think you can. Yeah, it
0: definitely sounds like you have the capability with the right components and materials. You might be quite a powerful arcane user.
3: This could be very useful. Yeah. If I can just like know things about my enemy
1: right i mean yeah (laughs) it's exciting
3: what else do you think i can do
2: now in my head as you guys are walking and traveling i'm envisioning story like trying to like mimic
3: literally was going to be my next sentence The story starts (laughs) trying to mimic what they do. A couple hours later, Hey, Ziggurat, can I see your wand? No. (laughs) (laughs) And she leaves it alone, because there's, like, parent issues, and she's not gonna... But she stares at it. That's a whole other story.
0: But Quill will show her, like, a couple of the non-component... Quill will definitely show her mage hand. She definitely tries to do it just, like, kind of makes the motions and summons this spectral hand that kind of floats around.
3: Hey, DM, does she do it?
0: You have access to that spell, correct? I do. Then, yeah.
3: Yes! <laughs> she has made There's
0: probably, like, this sudden outburst of, of emotion from from story and Quill. Is...
3: Oh, yeah, no, like, psycho happy birdie.
0: <laughs> Quill pops <laughs> th- his eyes into Rava and sees this hand that is not his own. It's magic hand is like that is very cool you're a very cool story and then it picks Rava up and... oh wait whoa yeah it does <laughs> <laughs> not cool not cool
3: it's, it's trying to take things
0: a sudden feeling of motion sickness overwhelms Quill and he pops back out of Rava
2: <laughs> need a vest for my
3: mouse has made hand
2: and all right. Anything else you guys want to
0: do in downtime? Quill Quill continues to have Rava, like, as we're traveling along the road, Quill is just, like, psychically or telepathically pinging Rava, being like, hey, w- what direction should I turn? Uh, how many steps? Just all of these little things to kind of get Rava practice.
3: Brava keeps having to ping back. The bird has me again.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So. I did some. Rules here. Just to save us some time. Because I don't want the whole podcast to be about. Uh, rolling.
0: We walk five feet. We roll or die. Travel. We run from battle. Okay. So on day five.
2: Out of Dogelbun, you guys set up camp and Ziggurat. You have your trap out, and I'm assuming you guys have watch going mm-hmm. too.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, okay. Who's so who probably doing a similar like I think Quill was doing first watch, then story, then Ziggurat. We probably just keep doing the standard yep. rotation.
3: Who goes third? Sorry, Ziggret? Ziggurat does the morning shift.
0: goes third.
2: So Ziggurat in the wee hours of the morning, you hear your trap snap shut.
1: Um, they have to save a thirteen dexter or thirteen beat thirteen hundred dexterity saving throw. There we go. Can't get that out. They fail. One d four damage, piercing, and they're stuck. You hear a inhuman squeal.
2: Oh no, we caught the most adorable little piggy. <laughs> <laughs> And that's where we're going to call it Oh, night. no. <laughs> I feel like you just assume I'm going to be a monster
1: with whatever I do. I don't know why, John.
3: Because we've met you.
1: The uh, item, Steve, is just for, for like your planning purposes, Is it's a hunting trap. Its lim- movement is limited to the length of the chain, which it says is about three feet. And every turn, it, has, it it can try to free itself as an action with a DC 13 strength check. And if it fails, it takes one piercing damage.
2: That's you have that in your inventory, too, right? Yes. you Yeah. Do. Yep. Okay. It's in my backpack. Cool. Okay. So, yeah, that's where we'll call it a night because I'm actually trying to keep this episode down. We're at two hours. Oh, my God. Ah, it's a good time. Let's do our close, And then I've got a couple updates. Thank you, everyone who popped in and out to listen to us on wherever you're listening to this delightful podcast. And if you're listening in podcast form, if you really enjoyed our witty banter and our creative juju, please give us a follow. Otherwise, if you're listening to this in podcast form, please subscribe to the podcast. Please download the podcast. Please review the podcast, hopefully positively. Yeah, we would really love any type of support you can give us and spread the word of inabsentia and uber geek media in general. you want to help us bring more content to the masses, we need your help in getting the message out. On a final note for tonight, I'm Steve, the GM for Inabsentia. You can find me on Twitter at Uber Geek Media. And then we
0: have John. I'm John. I bring the uh, creative mojo, so to speak, here and there. But yeah, you can find me at Seasonal Bard on Twitter. And then we have Anne.
3: And I'm Anne. I b- believe I bring the assholery. You can find me as the Crafty Heathen on most, if not all, of your social medias. And eventually I will uh, log into those.
1: And Mark. I'm Mark. I've been Ziggurat, the Dragonborn Sorcerer, and you can find me here. Thank you everyone
2: for listening and watching. Have a wonderful night, and be sure to give us a follow so you get a notification when we go live next week. Thanks a lot. Have a wonderful evening. First of all, and foremost, how are you feeling about tonight's episode? Good. It's great. It's good. Yeah, there's a lot of uh,
0: uh, character development. Doing that, doing all that character we development. We did such a good job. <laughs> Almost lo- losing up. hit points. Yeah, we finally
2: got like the in-game like response for your your new spell. Yeah. So that was
3: yeah. cool. I have four more spells to figure out how to narratively do, yeah, but yeah, I like got
0: maintain. You, you got two spells. I'll have to like.
2: What were the other spells again?